Hello, my friends. This is Eddie and Eddie coming live on a what is it, Thursday today? night. Thursday evening. Bringing some social music. No, as we have this, oh, that's going to come out of the background here, folks. I just want to do something different than the, the laws, Eddie. Yes, I like it. I like it. We talked about UFOs, but I was we argued over everything. I mean, like, there's no certainty in the end times discussion, revelation, deal. So, what is this Bible study you speak of? What is that all about? It is my graduate class in uh, Ezekiel. Well, it's very mature Christian, and everybody, I mean, we're just we're just talking about is this in the millennial kingdom? Is it after? Are there believers? Are there unbelievers? Everybody died. Well, she has to come back. Oh, it's it's that's very great. Very good. Yeah, I love it. All right, let's see. Somebody's on. Kate says, "Good day, good day, mate." Oh, our voices are breaking up. I oh, wonder why. Probably because of your music that you wanted to put on. Really? Do you think that's it? Yeah. Okay, no. music's out. We'll, we'll turn off the music. Jan tells if that's better. We have all of our our homies. All of good. our friends on. Oh, I this get, is a good one, folks. I got to get rid of the... Um, you guys are going to like this. Devotional. Easier to see the it's comments. It's deep. We have Priscilla on. Hi, Priscilla. How are you? Good day. And that's what Kate said. The sound isn't good. I think it's because it's all. she's all the way in Australia. And it, by the time it gets there... <laughs> you think that's it? Yes. Okay, tell us it's better now without the music. Yeah. Better oh. sound. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. We were just trying to... Bring in a little bit of mood into the, know, the evening so show. But why would it do that? Um, I don't know. Okay, let's I, get into it. I think it's their. It's I think it's their system. Yeah, all system four work. of them in. Yes, in Australia, right. <laughs> yeah. in California, <laughs> your Belinda. All right, my friends, uh, we're in uh, Smith Wigglesworth devotional for April twenty eighth. The title is for those who mourn. Now, this is a very interesting take. <clears throat> and uh, it makes total sense, but I don't see how it's possible. But we'll read on. The reference is Matthew 5, 4, <clears throat> that says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Just remember that. Yes. <clears throat> Scripture reading is 1 Corinthians 15, 51-57, and 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18. Sorry, we didn't say that. Smith says, People get a wrong idea of mourning. In Switzerland, they have a day set apart to take wreaths to the graves. I questioned the people's ignorance and said, why are you spending time around the graves? The people uh, you love are not there. All that taking of flowers to the graves is not faith at all. Those who died in Christ are gone to be with him, which Paul said is far better. My wife once said to me, watch me when I'm preaching. I get so near to heaven when I'm preaching that someday I'll be off. One night she was preaching, <clears throat> and when she had finished off, when she had finished, off she went. I was going to Glasgow and had said goodbye to her before she went to the meeting. As I was leaving the house, the doctor and policeman met me at the door and told me that she had fallen dead at the church door. I was not expecting that part of the story. Right. I knew she had gotten what she wanted. What? Dead? No, to die while she was preaching. All right. That's how she wanted to go. I could not weep, but I was in tongues, praising the Lord humanly. She was everything to me, but I could not mourn on natural lines. And I just laughed in the spirit. 
The house was soon filled with people. The, doc the doctor said, she is dead. <laughs> In case you didn't know, the doctor came to tell him she's dead. And we can do no more for her. I went because up. Because she's dead. I went up to her. I went up to her lifeless corpse, <laughs> it says here. You're not going to write about me this way, are you? No, I went up to Hedy's lifeless corpse <laughs> and commanded death to give her up. And she came to me for a moment. And what she did, she just like opened her eyes for a second. And she go, oh, hi, Shuggums. <laughs> How are you? With her dead breath. Uh, oh. Her corpse breath. And God said to me, she is mine. Her work is done. Mm. I knew what he meant. They laid her in the coffin, and I brought my sons and my daughter into the room and said, is she there? <laughs> what a smart aleck. Right. <laughs> they said, no, Father. I said, we will cover her up. If you go mourning at the loss of loved ones who have gone to be with Christ, I say this to you out of love. You have never had the revelation of what Paul spoke of when he showed us that it is better to go than to stay. Mm. We read this in scripture, but the trouble is that people will not believe it. When you believe God, you will say whatever it is, is all right. If you want to take that one I love, take that one I love, it is all right, Lord. But the morning that Jesus spoke of in Matthew 5 is a morning in the spirit. God will bring you to a place where things must be changed. And there is a morning, an utterable groaning until God comes. Jesus mourned over Jerusalem. He saw the conditions. He saw the unbelief. He saw the end of those who closed their ears to the gospel. But God gave a promise that he would see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. Mm. And that he would see his seed. What happened on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem was a promise of what would be the results of this travail. To be multiplied a billionfold all down the ages and all the world. Amen. And as we enter into the spirit into travail over conditions that are wrong, such mourning will always bring results for God. And our joy will be, it will be complete in the satisfaction that is thereby brought to Christ. Not for today. Faith removes all tears of self-pity. Sorry, I lost I believe it was laughing. I think it was you laughing at the, the corpse and the corpse yeah. breath. <laughs> yes. Pretty funny. So I've had an interesting yes. couple of hours. Let's hear about that. Yes. Okay. So last night, uh, I was praying like really hard in my sleep. And I woke up with this. Do you, did you hear me? I heard you talking. I thought you were talking in your sleep. I, I was. I must have been praying out loud. I thought it was internal. But if you heard it, then that means it must have been out loud. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't know it was yes. out loud. That's so funny that you say that. But it was so it was so profound because I woke up totally conscious of the fact that I was doing that. And I had no idea what it was about, what it was for. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was. I know part of it was gratitude. I was just so enamored with the fact that God had pulled us through this rough couple of months. Mm -hmm. And so today we had this really awesome Bible study, as I was talking about, and just thinking about end of days and what's going to happen and where we'll be and who's raptured and are we alive? And do we come back on the white horses and rule and reign with Christ? It was just really awesome. Then to go to the spectral store and I uh, go to return the equipment. And there's 
six people at different counters. Well, the one guy who comes and gets me comes over and says, you know, okay, I'll take care of you, da, da, da. And I was like, mm, I'm going to have an encounter. And he <laughs> says to me, he says, what does your name mean? He says, how do you pronounce your name? And I said, Hadia. And he said, ah, Arabic. And I said, well, I'm Persian, but it means gift in Arabic. And he proceeds to tell me, yes, I'm an Arab. I mean, uh, my mom's an Egyptian, and that's why I know. And I said to him, I said, oh, are you a Muslim? And he said, yeah. And he starts to describe a little bit about his journey. And then God calls to my recollection the praying I did in the nighttime. And so I said, it's on. And so I said to him, I said, yeah, I was a Muslim too. For, I mean, you know, because you can see my cross, right? So yeah. I said, I was a Muslim for 22 years, a very devout one too. And he said, oh yeah, really? And I said, yeah, but now I'm a follower of Christ. And I said, I met Jesus on YouTube. And I told him, I said, and he said, yeah, I believe they all come from God. And I said, you know what? They don't all come from God. I said, only one of them can save your soul. And I said, do you know where you're going when you die? And he's like, that's a really good question. I said, well, I do. <laughs> I do know. Where and this I'm is going. all at the counter. This is all at the counter. Wow. And I said, I do know where I'm going. And I said, Don't you want to know where you're just going? Like, wait, was just, you didn't talk about anything about Spectrum. About no. Account. You didn't ask for an account number. You just go right in. You he walk asked in. Me my name. I wow. sat there for a half an hour. There's six salespeople. And the one guy who comes over to me is my divine appointment. Wow. And I didn't realize until he said to me, How do you pronounce your name? And I was like, It is on. Wow. Okay. I'm so sorry. I just want to make sure you get no. this visual correct. Yes. And I said, and I just told him, where are you going when you die? I said, I know where I'm going. I said, I said, Allah cannot promise you salvation. I said, yeah. How do you want to, how can you worship a God that doesn't speak back to you? I said, my God speaks back to me. I said, you get the Holy Spirit and you will literally hear God. And mm -hmm. he said, really? And I said, yes. And he said, well, I'd like to talk more about this with you. And I gave him a card and he gave me a card. And I told him about my video, my video, my YouTube with Jack and the podcast. And I sent it to him and he said, okay, I promise I'll watch it on my way home. And I said, God bless you. And uh, that was it. And then he, did he straighten out your spectrum? You turned the equipment. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Done and dusted. Wow. Yeah. He didn't give you like a, the extra credit or anything like that? No, like, on our, it was on just bill? focus. Oh, I just wanted to see if we were able to <laughs> focus on the divine. Come on, women. you did a you, you did more of a service for him. You're, you're saving his soul. I, I mean, God saves his soul. I just well, mentioned to him there's right. another way. <laughs> I just, just offer. You give it us a month free or something like that. I, you know, a little more power in the in the internet. See, the cool thing about it was yes. that God set me up. And if we, if we just realize that nothing is by accident. And this morning, this idea of mourning is that I've talked, I've talked a lot about my father's passing. And, you know, this, as soon as he took his last breath, I just knew it was over. He wasn't there anymore. My mama often asks me, why won't you come to the gravesite? And I said, he's not there anymore. And then the she gets all about a shame when I say that. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, I, but I feel nothing. I go to the gravesite, I feel nothing. You know, it's just like there's nothing. It's just, there's a nice memorial. She brings flowers. She goes there every day and talks to him, but I'm like, he's not there. You know, okay. so that, that's exactly what I thought of and was thinking about when I read this was about how, you know, for the period of time, the two plus decades that you were Muslim, uh, that the, the 
you were you were telling me about all these rituals and how many times you have to go back to the grave and everything that the took place at the, at the hole you yeah. know there was like everybody was over there at the hole bad angel the, and become. how you could go from two decades of that thought process and belief and then you went way to exactly what was happening in this devotional to the point where it's he's not even in this place he's not even where all these cars are and all these people wearing black car and we stood separate from everybody else and right, it wasn't because of a and i didn't get anything from you that it was because of the people it was mm -hmm. because why go over there and go this through this charade exactly uh, to me at, it was a spectacle yeah, yeah. but it's, i i just was like i was going man i'm not even, i'm not that good i would have been <laughs> over there with all the people and i, I thought about maybe should i i felt like should i go i mean because i felt like out of respect maybe but yeah. i just didn't even feel like and to me it felt like it would have been a charade mm -hmm. that i would have pretended that i thought he was there to keep up with the people who thought he was there and i didn't want to do that i wanted people to see and who knows what they thought of it because i wanted people to say to see that she wasn't mourning and they knew how much i loved my dad that mm -hmm. i sat separately because i had a piece about where he was going because I, I'm not quite sure as I publicly say I don't know what he did in his last breath but the Lord assured me he leave it to me there is nothing more you could do this is in my hands now and gave me complete peace complete and utter peace and so I was just like this is all just a charade now you see me cry every now and then because I miss him I miss him in my life but um yeah I, I can totally relate to this devotional and just realizing that the person and I mean, when we pass, wow, it's, I mean, that's why deaths for Christians are called celebrations of life, mm -hmm. because you celebrate what they did in their lives, and then you celebrate them. Jesus. Awesome. Well, that's what I want to transition to when I want to first add. Marcos Zuno. Hi, Marcos. Hello, Marcos, nice to see you. And Jan says that it's so awesome. Yo, yeah, that too. That was just. Well, first, before I jump to what I what I was going to then continue on to say is that God obviously was amazing because I look forward to hearing your stories of you talking to men when I'm not around. Ah. That is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you where would that where would that be like a normal thing? Like, oh, tell me how many men you talked to today <laughs> and save their lives. I am wearing my wedding ring and <laughs> a ring, a, a wedding ring, a ring on my wedding finger. And I did tell him, and my husband opened a separate account. So it was very clear. It was very clear. My intention. <laughs> so now, now transitioning into me. Yes. From your so story. Important. Yes. Because we have to make sure that we do that today. And that is, um, I have trouble with this, this devotional. I, I cannot oh. see myself. Now, with us, I think. By the time, you know, because of course you're going to die first, I'm going to die second, is that, you know, whatever it is, 40 years from now, uh -huh. 50 years from now, that we will be doing this enough, doing this every, almost every day, uh -huh. that I think at that point I'll go, ah, it is, yes. <laughs> no, don't you dare say yes. <laughs> oh, you're finally with Christ. And I can't, you know, the, I mean, how cool oh. that you get to be with her, be with him. And um, maybe by then, but man, I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems so not possible to be like joyful at the death of but any of us i mean even your mom and your mom and i i've only known your mom a year and we don't have that intimate relationship but i love your mom yeah. and i think i will get i won't 
yeah, just because she's awesome, but, but because of, you know, just because I love her. And, and well, just, you miss their presence in your life. Yeah. And I think that's what we will mourn is the person's presence in your life. Yeah. But um, the notion, like I hear Pastor Jack when he talks about, like, I'm just kind of, I'm over it. I can go to Jesus anytime. Mm-hmm. He, it really reminds me of the Apostle Paul. It's like, I, I want to stay and continue preaching, but I want to go to Jesus. I want to give up this corruptible body and get the incorruptible one. And I want to, I, I just want to sit at his feet. And... Especially, uh, you know, when I, how sore we were after moving. Like I'm so tired of this body right now. So tired. <laughs> our, our knees are hurting. Uh, oh my gosh, we're doing a little bit of work here. Hey, Carol, nice to see you. Hi, Carol. There's an and the emoji. Kate says, "That's how I feel. Letting go is not easy. I'm not only letting go of my son and my grandchildren mm-hmm. to head to California, but now my son is taking a team to Ukraine. There is grief, but peace comes when we let go and trust them to God and His." have to pray for your son to Kate. That's that's amazing that he would go there to help. Hmm. And Jan says, Wow, Jan's mom is turning a hundred. She said she's waiting around until her birthday and then she wants to go home to heaven. Oh that is oh, so that's beautiful. Awesome. Wow. And um what's your mom's name so we can pray for her and, and just I mean I love that story. I a hundred. That's forty years from now. Oh wow! I can't. I don't want to live that long. I'm sorry. Really? No. But if you're having like all these divine appointments and things like that, yeah, then I can understand what Paul said. You know, it's like, yeah, it's great to to preach the gospel, but to be with Jesus is far better. (laughs) All right, let's get to some of the scripture because we got like double duty. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-one through. But I made a ticker, and I want to show it to you. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we all shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death has swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gave us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That, that's what I was telling my friend today, is I was I was telling him that I know where I'm going. Like, I'm not going to die. I said, you're going to suffer a death. I said, but we don't die. I said, we have this one physical death of the corruptible body, but we have an eternal life. Do you want an eternal life? That's the worst, because I, you told me all the rituals you guys have to go through, and I then can't. you die. And then you die, <laughs> and then you go <laughs> and see that. Work my ass off. <laughs> right? And see that kind of mean God that's going to be like, yeah. yeah. Let's go through all this. Let's go through all, page by page, <laughs> act by act. No thanks. <laughs> Jesus did it all the cross, folks. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. This is the passage that um, Cavalry Chapel, Chuck Misler, this is the idea of the rapture, mm-hmm. which not all people believe. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, 
Blessed you sorrow as those who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. But this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means perceive those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together and with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. So you say there's people that don't believe in this. Yes. But yet there it is. Yes. Well, What's their explanation for it being in the Bible? That it is um, the last coming. It's the second coming of Christ. They don't believe that there's a separate incident of a rapture that occurs before. Philippians 1.23, for I am hard-pressed between the two, Paul talking about death versus life, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. 2 Corinthians 5.8, we are confident, yes, well pleased, rather, to be absent from the body. Isaiah 53.10 and 11, yes, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Isaiah. Uh, wow, 4,000 years ago. Before Christ. 2,000 years before Christ. 2,000 years since Christ. It was written in the New Testament. Cool. I love that stuff. Um, Kate says. He's hurting me. I feel like at 100. Jan? I was lifting tables, boxes, all kinds of shenanigans. Yes. That can hurt. That would hurt if I was 20. Just keep pulling these tables up the stairs. Up on my old I was thinking, what if the table lands on me? What table? My table, my Aww. office table. As I was yeah. pulling it up, I said, what if this lands on me and I'm Aww. like stuck here? When, when would Hedia find me? Do you have one of those emergency <laughs> buttons on your phone? Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> the blessed hope. Amen, Jan says. <laughs> and our Facebook user says, a good work, but the mics must not be plugged in. We have these super duper mics so i see them going up and down and people are responding so everybody else are sound bad yes yeah. that would be very strange they're on a, in one of our groups I'm not sure that would be. So that would be uh. not <clears throat> um giving permission for it to show their name okay so, so it seems to be working because I, we have laugh laugh emojis <laughs> at your Clarity. Marco says he hears us. Okay, good. Awesome. Marcos. Marcos. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you um, seeing us from? Because I don't recognize the names. Oh, I always hate saying that. Then I find out it's like the long lost best friend that I had. When I well, about. I know he's not my long lost best friend. <laughs> it could be yours, but it's possible. <laughs> That's been happening on occasion at the restaurants we go to or some of the stores and yeah, people go, Hey, Andy, how you doing? I go, Oh my gosh. 
you live in the same like 20 square miles your entire life for 60 years, you're for sure going to continue to run into people. Some that age beautifully, others yes. not so much. And I'm always so thankful that it's like, it's often it's somebody that knows me from online. So yes. there's no reason, no way that I know who they are. Um, so we have moved in this new house. Sorry, <laughs> I know I'm counting. Um, new, moved into a new house. We got everything unpacked. Um, ish. Ish. And we're on to this new adventure. And I, I put a post and I, I purposefully kind of left it kind of open-ended. Oh, so people don't know. I just said, I said, oh, it's, uh, we're moving from the uh, from a house. Down the street? Uh, no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> people are going like, where are you moving? Uh, I knew that they would do that because I, I, I didn't say where we were moving. But oh, like, no, moving. man. But we're, no, we're still here in Orlando. But um, what's your feeling now that you've been here for, your, for a few days? How does it feel different than where we were as to where we are now? What is it? This is our home. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, meaning our home. Yes. I started the other home by myself. It's just our Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. You know, and then you guys came later, and it, it always felt transient. I felt mm -hmm. it, I told you from the first day that we that I moved in there even alone. It did not, it never felt like home. Exactly. I don't know if we're going to stay here indefinitely, but this feels like our home. Mm -hmm. I felt uh, <clears throat> the other day, and I, I actually told you this that as I was leaving and driving through whoever we were going, probably dropping the kids off stuff. Um, which is pretty normal five times a day, six <laughs> times a day. Um, is that it it felt more like I belong to this community now. Oh. And it felt like now I was in the heart of the community oh, of your Belinda. Yes. And driving through it and just feeling like, oh my, this feels like this is where we belong. Nice. Um, and, and much of it has to do with that we I've had some very strong messages from Pastor Jack Gibbs, where as Marcos knows us from. Yay! Um, he's uh, Phillips Ranch, California, Calvary Chapel, Chicago. Love that. Very nice. So a, a, a tender. Is that what you call it? Yes. A tender with us? That sounds too close to tender. Or tender. <laughs> a, a, a church mate. A church mate. <laughs> In honor of Kate, um, my mate. A church mate. But um, it just feels so good. It just feels like... Well, and I... and. We've gotten a couple messages from people. I'm reminded of the scripture um, constantly that we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I feel like we're, we're doing our best to honor Jack's call for us to stay and fight. And yes. people are telling us, wow, we see you guys everywhere. And it was really sweet because when Pastor Jack was walking the aisles the other day to tell everybody to get out of the first row, um, <laughs> He he told us, and I said, oh, did you see Andy on uh, Prager? And he's like, oh, my God, yeah. And he looks at us, and he's like, you two are killing it. And I was like, oh, like, this is my daughter and son who with whom I am well pleased. Yes. It was, like, such an awesome feeling to be, like, I really believe we're at the precipice of turning California around. Well, that's what I was about to say, and then I got distracted by what was Marcos telling us that he went to checks, but that's it. That's exactly what you're saying, is that I feel like it was like this also affirming moment of driving. That, and I was going to say, we've had these two messages, two or three messages back, back recently that are just so he's going, we're going to we're gonna win this battle. And just the way that he was preaching, yes. he just seemed like he's preaching with more purpose. He always treat, teaches with purpose, but there seems to be a little bit more purpose. Yeah. Like we need to get these demons out of the state. And it, and it feels like you should be so happy to be where we're here in history. Yes. At this moment, this is a fight. This is what we were made for. We're and so driving through the community, I go, I'm, this is where I'm, 
Instagram. Yes. Right. So cool. Um, Kate says she saw us. Oops. I watched you guys at church on Sunday. It was nice to see you. Oh, thank you. Well, that's the last time you're going to see us in the front row. Because... <laughs> I don't think it's going to last long. No, because Jack said that us old timers need to get out of the first row for the visitors. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, walked over and I said, are you coming and doing this personally? Because the ushers told you we wouldn't listen otherwise. And he looked at me and goes, yes, you're so smart. How did you know that? <laughs> and I was like, I think they were specifically referring to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so funny that, that you talked about that was on Quaker University. You were on Jack's uh, podcast, number eight in the world. And then uh, all the newspapers, Epic Times and Register, LA Times um, had pictures of me at the podium speaking at school board meetings. And it's just like that obviously is. Little signals, I think, I yes, feel from God. God. Yes. God show and see what you're, you are where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Show and, up. And, it's up not, and, show and it up. wasn't that he's showing us what it is we're doing. He's showing us that that's this is where I want you. Exactly. Here's, here, here's, you're, doing, you're doing exactly what I, what I, what I expected. I agree. And it feels so good. Doesn't it? Especially with Jack Oh, I did. I saw you on Burger. You, you he's like, you guys it. are killing it. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. Even yes. that, a little bit of a affirmation there. So I thought that was really good. Um, what else? Jan's asking, how do the kids feel about moving? Oh, that's a good question. Um, my kids, I think, look pretty good. For the, well, the two older boys, uh, Kelly and um, Brett, are put in a room which would is normally like a, a big loft. A big loft. Well, it's bigger than a loft. It's yeah, like it's a, 1,200 it's like a, square feet. Where you like put a, like two pool tables. Yeah, <laughs> you get two pool tables. It's that's half their, of the upper floor. <laughs> that's their room, so the two of them get that room. So they're very happy. Um, and then um, Ray and Bo have another room, which is still big enough for two beds, but it's not quite the, the gigantic room. Um, and so far, I'm not sure how they feel. Uh, and now it's 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 harder for Ray because she probably is used to being alone. She she actually volunteered without even even saying anything. Oh, she volunteered. Yeah, she was having trouble sleeping alone. So she volunteered to um, actually allow my oldest son to have a room by himself. But I came in and said, you know, let's do this instead. And so far, I think um, everything's good. We haven't had a chance to go to the lake or the pool and go fishing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's right around the corner here. But we'll do all that. But So those four are pretty good. And I, I've got the feeling that Sarah's <laughs> My daughter is so, we're like gypsies, me and her. So she's like, yeah, other house. Can I get a comforter, mom? Get a rack for the clothes because she doesn't have as much closet space. She's she's really resilient in that sense, so she's good. Oh, and you got Ray a new comforter too, a furry one. Yes, Sarah's got strawberries. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Yes, you have to see it. So thank you for asking, Jan. So yes. so far, it seems to be uh, okay for them. Yeah. I, we love the area. Um, we have some neighbors we've ordered that. Oh my gosh. We did not talk to one neighbor other than to say hi at the other location. And they would run basically like hi yeah. running. Well, you have a sign in the front that says, uh, I'll shoot it? you if you come in. Yeah, I'll shoot you if you come in the door. <laughs> like, so nothing tell, in this house they is They can worth tell we're conservatives. Yeah, we have an American flag. Yeah, there's not, nothing in this house worth dying over with a big old gun on the lawn. <laughs> and that's her. So that's her sign. I haven't had a chance to put any of my Trump flags up or anything like that. But anyway, so we didn't meet any of those neighbors, but the, the like we were here maybe 45 minutes and uh, the neighbors from across the street, so nice. They came over and said, hi, you know, I'm, 
I'm Jack, and this is Jan, <laughs> and uh, we've lived here for you know 75 years, whatever yes. it is, for a very long time. But, very uh, nice. They were sweet uh, to come over, and they had their dog as well trained. Yes, so, I don't have to die. so that's always my concern. I'm going to be oh, no. neighbors with somebody with a bad dog. Like, Can you train my dog? <laughs> yes, I will train it not to come here. That's what I'm going to train it to do. So, so yeah, so I think we should go um, and knock on doors and say hi to people. cookies and a Bible track. Yes. Here's the love letter from heaven. You should do that. Thank you. Those are good questions. Any other questions for us? This is uh... <laughs> the Q and A day with Andy and Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it. I think we have um, we have a busy weekend. I was gonna say we have a busy weekend. Well, anytime really we have weird. the kids, it's busy weekend. Yeah, just, just driving back and forth. And oh, asked if he goes to the sky zone this weekend. We might do that. I think Ray has a party. She wants to go. I have my mom's birthday tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Yeah. We do have a lot of stuff. So yeah, so Carol says we absolutely should. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do we'll that. We'll do a better job this time. Yes. There was this feeling that I guess you're right. It just never felt like we were there very we long. And why, why should we get to know anybody? And they weren't exactly friendly. No. They're little, Even the guy across the street that was snooty. Right? The guy across the street with the fancy car and everything. We tried to stay alone. He wasn't friendly at all. Right? Because we tried and his son plays across, right? Just grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Because his, his wife kept thinking it was a sports car. I think that's why he's Yeah, grumpy. maybe that too. <laughs> Are you going to the Saturday event? I can't go, but it's the Comeback California. I registered it. Yes. I think so. Is that the Saturday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Who knew? It's um, on your calendar. And what's it called? Comeback California? Yeah. Is that what she said? Comeback California. Yeah. And, and Jack's a little annoyed that there's not enough people registered, so you should make an appearance. Okay. So I'll go there for sure. New people here get invaded by our clan. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> And Marco says, love your parents while you have them. Oh, uh, amen. Yes. So, so true. I miss my dad. At least I think of him a, a couple times a week still. So uh, I try to spend time with my mom and it's very, very important. That was um, uh, a highlight of meeting you was meeting your dad. Oh, so glad you got to see that. And that was and scoop <laughs> and his french fries <laughs> and his french fries he'd order so much food and not eat any of it yeah. yeah i just wanted a spoon taste, taste it did you share what's up <laughs> oh For priscilla's sure. going to come back california oh nice pretty good Kate says please pray for my son luke's trip on thursday absolutely and that they can buy a van over there to rescue people oh, oh wow nice. he's really he's really going all out all right. Well, you know what to do. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for faith. Thank you for the blood that runs through our veins. Thank you for the armor of God that you place upon us, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the word of truth, the sandals of peace to stand our ground when the enemy attacks, the shield of faith that will protect us from the darts of the enemy, and the sword of the spirit, which is the true, infallible, living, breathing word of God. Thank you. For all of these divine gifts that you've given us, that no matter what happens, whether we're hard-pressed or troubled, that you show up and you show up in a big way and that you make wine from the wine pressing. So from pressing of the grapes, you make wine. And we're so grateful for the process uh, to build character, to 
to develop fruit of the spirit, Lord. And we ask that you protect all of all of our friends here um, and their families, and especially Luke as he goes over to Ukraine to help the people that are in need there. May they find a car to go and rescue people. Lord, just put your full armor on Luke and give him wisdom, give him discernment to know where to go and when to stop. As you've given the apostles as they preach the word and their, and their lives were constantly at risk, Lord, give them that, that anointing, that kind of power that allows him to know when he should step and when he should stop and that um, he will always be protected and that all the people that he tries to save are also rescued and that they find you, Lord, that they, in the middle of their troubles, in the middle of losing everything, uh, they find you, the eternal gift, the eternal gift of salvation. And bless uh, the Comeback California Conference and send all of the people who could learn and be blessed by the conference and uh, give health and well-being to all of our friends and peace, peace in their homes, peace in their families and in our communities. Lord, we're, we want to take back California. We want victory. And we've turned to you and we repent and we stand in the gap for all of the sin and iniquity that's happening in our land. And we ask that you anoint us with the power to take it back. All of our country, Lord, everywhere where your believers sit, that they may be the salt and light in their communities and bring people to you, Lord. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praying for a planting spree. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The crops will grow, Carol. Thank you for joining us. We've got a small little announcement, as you know. The Edify Podcast Network. Here's how you can get it. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Alrighty, say hello to Illua. Illua. Nice. Beautiful name. Too. Yes. Our cats decided that it's gonna jump in a box. <laughs> All right. You too. All right. Anything else, my love? That's it. All right. Have we a blessed have a blessed evening, weekend. And remember to evangelize everywhere you go. Find an opening and walk through the door, folks. Especially if it's spectrum. Yes. Love you guys. God bless. God bless. Good night.